genre. Welcome back to another Rocky Minute, the minute-by-minute podcast where we analyze the movie Rocky one minute at a time. I am Doug Greenberg. And I'm Jason Haynes. And today we're knocking out Minute 20, which starts with Rocky getting dressed down by Mickey and ends with Rocky getting a verbal bitch slap by Dipper. Mickey, you've already gotten a talking to from Gazzo, now you get one from Mickey, then you get one from Dipper, like, what? Come on. <laughs> this is this is uh, goes down in the annals of bad days for Rocky. <laughs> Go ahead. So, all right. So, conversation with Mickey. So, he finishes his statement about um, Dipper needing Rocky's locker. He calls Dipper a contender, a climber, calls Rocky a tomato, tells him he runs a business, not a soup kitchen. Right. So, what is, uh, what is a tomato? Well... I looked up an Urban Dictionary, tomato. Okay. Because we know tomatoes are tomato. Fruit, vegetables, uh, for debate. This, so um, so I looked up, and there were a couple Urban Dictionary things about what a tomato is. The first one was that a tomato is what they call someone who is a homosexual but doesn't know it yet because a tomato is a vegetable that's really a fruit. Uh-huh. So fruit being a derogatory term for a homosexual that is uh-huh. someone who was who other people will look at and be like, he's a homosexual, but he doesn't know it yet. Right. That would be a tomato. Uh, a tomato could also be, back in the day, that was like a, uh, like a hot woman. Like, oh, she's a tomato. Also a term for, for our time. For a curvy woman. Okay. Um, the fourth one was a term used in the boxing industry. Oh, look <laughs> at that. To describe a fighter whom is either past his prime or inexperienced and is used to fill his opponent's record. Wow. I'm going to say this is probably what the one that Mickey meant. This is probably the one we should use in this instance, but yeah. Yeah, so. yeah, it fits. It certainly fits. And now now this is what we first see now because we like I said before that there's something there's some strained relationship between Mickey and Rocky. Like I said we know what it is. Now Everything we've seen up to this point, now we kind of get, like, we've seen the fighting, we've seen, but now we get an, an, a, our first glimpse at what's really, really going on here. Mm-hmm. That that Mickey thinks that Rocky is not getting the most out of his boxing career. And that's probably what is causing this strain on this relationship. Yeah, I mean, we find out in a minute, too, Mickey kind of elaborates a little bit more. But yeah, like he sees the potential in Rocky, but he's never cared enough to live up to that. Right. Never tried hard enough. And I and I, I'm I'm pretty sure that you start off with the putting your things on Skid Row, and now calling him a tomato. Those are probably two of the worst things that you can. Yeah, in the seems, boxing world, like, you know, from based on that de- definition, it, that's that's a pretty low insight. Right. So taking his stuff away, and now this is. Ugh. So he asked Rocky about last night's fight. Uh, Rocky tells me one KO in the second. Second, we finally get proof that that fight lasted only two rounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mickey asks who he fought. Uh, Rocky says Spider Rico. <laughs> the way Mickey laughs, but, he goes, "He's a bum." But the way Rocky says it though is he doesn't say it with like that's what he like he says it like he knows Spider Rico is a tomato. I would I would probably guess the, probably the way the way Rocky says it, like he pauses for a second like he doesn't want to say it. You know, and then he's like, uh, Spider Rico. Like, he says it kind of like, he knows what Mickey's reaction is yeah, going to be. Yeah. He doesn't want to say it at first, but then he says it knowing the reaction he's going to get out of Mickey. Uh, he tells Mickey, you think everybody I fight is a bum. And Mickey says, well, ain't they? 
Again, we're, we're getting like a, another, we had it with Gazzo, the father son kind of relationship and we're getting it here. It, it's like the, he, like Rocky believes in his heart that he fought a good fight last night. Right. And we know because he's telling everyone that he comes in contact with, they should have yeah. seen him. And it, it's like, he's the son who can never do enough to impress his father. Right. You know, cause he's, you think everybody I fight is a bum, you know, and, and Mickey <laughs> pretty much, uh, confirms that. Uh, he tells Rocky that he has he has heart, but he fights like a goddamn ape. I don't get the the ape comment. Maybe it's just because he's a big hulking. I, just, I, I took no, it as like he doesn't have any. He finesse. doesn't fight with any finesse, uh, any any like you know um, technicality technicalities. Any um, you want me to feed you anymore? <laughs> <laughs> precision. There's no like technique there it's just it just th- out there throwing hands just throwing haymakers swinging and and obviously you know he's got power mm-hmm. and and that's it but he has no like he does like if rocks if rock like i feel like he's saying that if if you got heart if you took that heart and you concentrate on your training and you worked hard and and you didn't fight tomatoes and you concentrated and focused into learning how to box and paid attention to what mickey said you would be great Instead of smoking cigarettes and drinking beer and stuff, right? Right. Says the only thing special about Rocky is he never got his nose busted. Foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. Well, slow down. So uh, Stallone in the commentary, he kind of describes Mickey as as a guy who never got to realize his dreams. Mm-hmm. So he's not about to cut anybody any slack. Right. So he's, you know, he's he's hard on Rocky, but Mickey feels like that's what he needs. But that's like that's a very father son kind of relationship because if you you know as a father if you lived your life a certain way and you maybe you missed out on opportunities mm-hmm. like I was a, a great saxophone player oh, back Jesus. in the day so if like my son took up saxophone and then and then wasn't putting all his heart into it <laughs> I would be I would be angry I would say like listen you know I went down this road I lost my talent I'm not a famous saxophone player today um, shocker you could be but you're not you're not practicing and focusing and so that's kind of I could see that. You know, Mickey has that father figure role over Rocky, and he's upset because he feels Rocky could be so much better than he is, and he's not putting any effort into into what he's doing. Like, that's, a, you know, for my children. I want my children to be better than me. And I'm sure Mickey, who we find out, like, really does care about Rocky, um, he wants him to do well. He's He has the tools. He has the talent. He just doesn't have... You know, this hasn't realized his skills. And, and you figure, you know, Rocky makes his comments. He had the locker for six years, you know, whatever. That's a long time to not give up on somebody. Like, Mickey hasn't, you know, six years it took him to put his stuff on Skid Row. Like, you figure if you were a boxing trainer and this was just any old guy, like, not somebody you cared about this much or whatever, just a run-of-the-mill guy, after, like, a year or two of seeing this, you'd be like, forget this guy. I'm not wasting mm. my time or get rid of him. But he, Rocky's still around. Mickey's still working with him. There has to be a reason for that because... Like everybody else, like Gazzo, you know, the, the people, everybody likes Rocky. You also got to figure, most fighters <clears throat> start when they're kids, right? Mm-hmm. I guess I so, so Rocky's 30. Mickey's probably been in Rocky's life for 15 years or so, at least. Well, if you read the script, you would you would know when you were exactly right. Did you read that? What, this exchange? The, the In the script. Um, this exchange right here? Yeah. Where, Let's um, see. It's when he's leaving the gym, when when Rocky's walking out. Well, we'll yeah, we'll um, we'll get there in a second. Yeah, keep going. Because there, there's it's it, it is a little bit different the way Rocky approaches Mickey. All right, so Rocky wants to go take a steam because he did real good last night, and you should have seen me. There's this catchphrase again. 
but this is also what I said when he keeps telling people you should have seen him is he, he is he's better than he he, he thinks he's better that better off than he is because he says like I'm gonna go take a steam because I did real good last night you know it's kind of like he feels like everybody should be he should be getting more attention than he's getting mm-hmm. because he feels like he's better than he is he doesn't see it yet but and that's the other thing is when you're when you have the talent and when you have the heart you have the talent but you're not putting the work in and you're not getting results you don't see that right away you're the only one that doesn't. You know, usually everyone around you can see like, man, this this guy's got a lot of talent, but yeah. or he's got a lot of talent and no heart or a lot of heart, no like talent, not working hard. You're the last one to see that, you know? Yeah. You, you never you're always the last one, always other people see it. So he doesn't see it yet. Rocket doesn't realize what's happening yet. And if if not for a stroke of luck, he may never have. Who knows? Maybe he doesn't. I don't know. Tune in. <laughs> Keep listening. So he tells Dipper he should have seen him too. He's just throwing out everybody. I know. We should have we should have took a running tally of it there's got to be like six by now so he starts walking away and mickey says to him you ever think about retiring and uh rocky says no but that's the line that uh burgess meredith ad-libbed in the mm-hmm. uh in the audition that got him the part they liked it so much they put it in the script this is a great line and uh dipper dipper yells to rocky i dig your locker man <laughs> Just, just beat his man when he's down. But but Dipper says it like, there's no need for this, Dipper. Like, this guy's having a rough day. You took his locker. And then Dipper's just, just like the bodyguard with the, you know, mm-hmm. with his oh, last yeah, yeah. comments. <laughs> just, you didn't have to say this to the guy. Like, just right. kicking a man when he's down, pouring salt on the wounds, anything else. But to throw in, <laughs> to throw in the, I dig your locker, man, come on. But it's funny. And I didn't know, I wouldn't have known this unless I had the, the closed captions on. But as as uh, Rocky's walking away, Mickey kind of chuckles and he repeats, "Yeah, <laughs> dig your locker." <laughs> but there, there was uh, so Dipper is obviously an asshole, and well, well, I don't know about that. Well, there's there's a little bit of a payoff that was I don't know if it was filmed or if it was written in, but there was a scene later on after the fight is announced between Rocky and Apollo. Where Rocky's training, Apollo comes to the gym with a camera crew to kind of get in Rocky's head. And uh, Dipper sees an opportunity to make Rocky look bad, and he punches Rocky. And and Rocky's on the ground. He tells Rocky to kiss his feet, kind of just humiliating him. Rocky gets up and lays Dipper out. And Apollo, at that moment, realizes he picked the wrong, like, obscure fighter to, mm-hmm. to mess with. So that, that would have been nice to pay off, you know, Dipper's big mouth. Well, this is where... Um, in the script, um, where, where Rocky's walk, when Rocky's walking away, um, Mickey says to somebody under his breath, he says, um, I've known him since he was 15, waste of life. Oh, shit. There you go. So you were exactly right on the 15 years. <laughs> oh, wow. But, it was a shot in the dark. Um, this is kind of, uh, they took it out, but that kind of sums up exactly what's happening here. Mm-hmm. Like, I've known him since 15, waste of life. Like, Rocky had opportunity. He had a lot of potential. He has the heart, obviously, we know. But the problem is he never dedicated himself. He never focused and, and worked hard. And that's the problem here. Mm-hmm. We're just realizing now. Maybe they took it out because they want you to learn that on your own. Because if you said that in the movie, you know right away, like, oh, that's what's happening here. But yeah. maybe they want it through development you to realize that. Yeah, you, on their own. You, get, you get that without them kind of shoving it down your throat. So, yeah, it's a good thing to take the line out. And but you kind of also get, you know, you could you could see it on your own just from the the six years comment. You know, you're like, if Mickey's known him for 15 years, he's probably been fighting for that long, and here mm-hmm. he is on a Tuesday night knocking out Spider Rico, like big deal. Right. So you kind of see like, man, this guy hasn't done anything. 
in the script, Mickey is sitting on a, on a stool near, near the entrance to the gym. He wears a baggy suit. He's in his late 70s. Rocky approaches. Mickey is conversing with another fighter. I don't care what nobody says. This bum Creed never would have made it in the 30s. And Rocky goes on with the how you feeling, how you feeling. So so Rocky is interrupting Mickey's conversation with another with another guy. So Rock, so Mickey kind of just yells at him for interrupting. So then Mickey tells him, then stand there and wait till I'm done. And I guess he goes back to the other guy. Creed's good, yeah. He's real fine, but I but I got a boy, you know, Big Dipper, who's got the stuff it takes to be champ. He's mean, quick, and big. What more do you need? Okay, go to work. So then he asks Rocky, "What do you want?" So again, there's there's this. They're telling you about Apollo Creed before we ever meet Apollo Creed. Yeah, and then and then he goes into the locker thing, the tomato. Oh, Rocky says he's oh, oh yeah. How old are you? Twenty five. Mickey says, more like 30. 25, 30, what's the difference? It took me two months to learn <laughs> the difference. It took me two months to learn the combination of that locker. Yeah, pretty much plays out the same. Yeah. The nose-breaking part, is that it? Dipper smiles cruelly. Scene fades on Rocky's crestfallen expression. Poor Rocky. I know, poor Rocky. Next week, we go back to the pet shop. I can't wait. Where it's birds. glorious to be there. Flying candy and everything. Yeesh. What about um, Dipper, Stan Shaw? Did you look him up at all? Uh, very little. I, so, no. <laughs> I don't have any info He's, on him. He started his acting career in the Chicago production of the Broadway musical Hair. Hmm. So, he was a. Uh, he started out as a. Um, oh, he's the son of Bertha Shaw and saxophonist Eddie Shaw. Whoa, look at I that. Didn't, I didn't see that. Look at that. Mm. You guys are uh, kindred spirits, you and Stan <laughs> Shaw. <laughs> But he started his career as a as a music like in musicals or whatever. But uh, before becoming an actor, Shaw was a karate, judo, and jujitsu instructor in Chicago. He holds a first dan black belt in judo and jujitsu, and a second dan in karate. So Dipper mm. is a badass. No kidding. I can yeah. fight. Yeah, that's that's legit. Uh, was he in anything noteworthy? Uh, not really. Um, Roots. Okay. That was the um, TV series. TV. Did the, they make a miniseries? No, it was a yeah. miniseries. Roots, The Next Generations. He was in Fried Green Tomatoes. Rising Sun. Snake Eyes. Wasn't that with Nicolas Cage? Oh, yeah. Jeepers Creepers 3. <laughs> okay. So really, you know, I'm not going to say anything bad about him in case he's listening. <laughs> <laughs> he knows jujitsu. He knows a lot of things, so I'm just going to... A nice career. I like it. All right, all right. A great dipper. I'm sorry about how I said he didn't need to throw that jab in at Rocky at the end with I dig your locker. Uh, and I think I called him an asshole, and I'm sorry for that. Uh, that was Doug that said that? I was referring to Dipper, not Stan Shaw. <laughs> Mr. Shaw. Sorry. Apologies. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got. So come join us next week where hopefully we'll have a guest. In the meantime... You can uh, visit us at our Facebook listeners page called Mighty Mix. The podcast page is Rocky Minute. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Rocky Minute and on DoingGenre.com. So uh, go check it out. There's a lot lot of good stuff to listen to over there. They got a Doctor Who podcast for any of you uh, Doctor Who fans out there. Hmm. I never got into Doctor Who. Yeah, but apparently it's... It has quite the following, though. Yeah, so. yeah. And it's it's been on, on TV for like 50 years. Really? Something like that. Okay. I'm sorry for uh, 
for Doctor Who fans and uh, Scott Crelly for listening. Please um, forgive our ignorance. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and join us next week. Thanks for stopping by, and uh, we're next week we'll be covering minutes um, twenty one through twenty five. We're moving right along, huh? Yeah, man. All right. It's going well here. Well, you guys think so? Enjoy your weekend. Happy Friday, everybody. And uh, we'll talk to you next week on the next Rocky Minute.